The Dallas Stars are winners of four straight, and all four of those wins came away from the American Airlines Center. The Dallas Stars finally able to string together some wins on the road. They're now heading back to Texas for the next six games at home, but their recent win was last night over the New Jersey Devils by a score of 5-1. to one. We'll break down this game and all the good, juicy details that it leads to on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day i'm your host dane lewis your local expert on the dallas stars and it is wednesday january 26th another victory uh celebrating a victory if you will after the dallas stars get a win over the devils last night in new jersey to close out their four game road trip by a score of five to one a dominating performance all the way around never really a question whether or not the dallas stars were going to come out on top in this game lots of exciting things to break down and talk about from last night's victory but before we get into all of that do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of locked on stars whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener thank you for making locked on stars your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to and follow the locked on stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at and if you don't luke glenn denning will come find you and he'll beat you up and uh, we know that Luke Glendinning can beat people up. He probably won't actually come and find you. But regardless, you should subscribe and follow the Locked on Stars podcast on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform, whether that's uh, Spotify, Apple, Odyssey, Google, you name it, wherever you listen. Uh, if you want to follow us, give us a rate, good rating and a good review. If you like what you hear, you can do that as well. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores. L-E-W-I-S. But without any further hesitation, let's get right into last night's game. A game from the Dallas Stars that I would argue was their best of the season. Certainly their best of the season on the road, and especially on this four-game road trip. The best all-around game, best all-around effort we've seen from this team. We've maybe seen some better games at home. I know the game against Edmonton was really good, kind of from the get-go. The game against Carolina at home was really, really good. They've had several good solid home performances but this one it, it there like i said at, at the top of the show just a few moments ago there was never really a moment of doubt quite literally because the dallas stars led this game i mean it was a 0-0 tie and then they led the game from the 14 second point onward <laughs> never again was it tied never again was new jersey relatively close to getting back into this game making it competitive they were down 4-0 to at one point they did make the score 4-1 to but dallas would go on to add a fifth goal near the end of the third period. But it's easy to say every good thing about the 2021-2022 Dallas Stars reared its head in this game last night. Joe Pavelski, like I said, scores in the first 14 seconds of the game off a nice pass from Jason Robertson. Nice pursuit of the puck from Robertson behind the net. He gets out kind of on the wing at the edge of the trapezoid, beats the puck to Pavelski for a nice one-timer, goes in the back of the net 14 seconds into the game the Minutemen strike yet again Joe Pavelski would score later on in the first 
uh, with, you know, connecting with Rupe Hints and Miro Haskin. And nice to see Miro get a point uh, to his name. I know sometimes he goes a few games in between without a point, without a goal or assist. Certainly has been quite some time since we've seen Miro Haskin and find the back of the net, but still always encouraging and always great to see him get involved in the team's success, especially in last night's win. Jacob Peterson and Alexander Radulov connected yet again on an almost similar looking play. Radulov chases the puck a little bit farther down the trapezoid than he was in Philadelphia, uh, but still feeds Jacob Peterson for a nice, nice goal. Really, really good connection between those two guys, two bottom six forwards on this team, but two guys that are starting to make an impact. And we talked about the effectiveness of this Dallas Stars second line with Garyanov, Ben, and Sagan. And now it looks like maybe we're seeing the development of a, of a pretty consistent third line with Radulov and Jacob Peterson and whoever else is slotted in there, whether it's Kiwi Ranta, Glenn Denning. I know things are a little weird right now with Roddick Foxa and Michael Raffle missing some significant time due to some injuries. John Klingberg missed last night's game due to an upper body injury. But really, really good stuff to see. Still love what I'm seeing from the rookie Jacob Peterson. Still proving to be an effective piece in his story. Just absolutely insane. Getting drafted by the Stars back in 2017. Kind of, you know, grinding his way throughout the first few years with the organization. Grinding his way out through the summer. Preseason training camp. The Traverse City Tournament in Michigan in the summer. That was feels like forever ago. Like back in July, if I'm not mistaken. And then he finds himself on the NHL roster for opening night. Scores the first goal for the Stars in his NHL debut. Really, really cool stuff from Jacob Peterson. I, I digress, but good to see him get involved in this game with Alexander Radulov, who still only has one goal on the season, but has a plethora of nice assists to his name. There's probably, uh, maybe it doesn't exist, but there should be uh, a really, really nice Alexander Radulov assist compilation from this season. And then, of course, Rupe Hints scores his own goal 15 seconds into the middle frame of the game to give Dallas their first four-goal lead of the season. And it's just crazy to see the Stars start the first and second periods out the way that they did, scoring just pretty much in the blink of an eye. You know, if you were if you were at that game and you weren't in your seat right at puck drop for either of those periods, you might have missed the goal. Uh, if You know, thankfully, I was tuned into my TV and was kind of just setting down, getting settled in for this game. And 14 seconds in, Rupe hit scores. Same thing, you know, I get up during intermission and, you know, take care of some some things whatnot get, get some snacks if you will you know got to keep myself fed during this game and then they score 15 seconds into the second period absolutely insane offense from the stars last night which is a really really encouraging sign to see other really good things from this game Braden Holtby looked like you know the former versions of himself 2016 2018 Braden Holtby back when he was winning the Vezina trophy and at the Stanley Cup 36 saves from Holtby in last night's game against the Devils Really, really good stuff. He does surrender one goal on the power play to Jesper Bratt, but Jesper Bratt is one of the best players on this Devils team. Again, the Dallas Stars playing down a man, kind of a weird rush attack. Uh, Jack Hughes draws about four, pretty much all four guys to him in the middle of the ice. He has a nice pass to Bratt. They get the goal. Probably a save that Holtzby could have made, but still hard to complain with 36 saves and hard to complain with that being the only goal he gives up. The Stars, another interesting fact about this game, and I didn't fact check this, but I would be willing to bet that this is the best number in this category all season for them. Only five giveaways this game. The Stars did a fantastic job taking care of the puck throughout the entire game. And a lot of times when we see other teams score on the Stars, it's coming off of really bad turnovers, really bad puck management. And we didn't really see that in last night's game. And I think that's a really encouraging sign from a spectator and fan perspective to see the Stars take care of the puck, even if it is against lesser competition 
like New Jersey, you have to start somewhere with that kind of thing. And it's good to see them kind of get the ball rolling, hopefully, in what will hopefully be an upward trajectory from there. They won the faceoff battle. They blocked 21 shots, which is a really, really good number. And then, of course, uh, I feel like the icing on the cake of everything in this game was Luke Glendinning absolutely going to town on Michael McLeod. Don't really know or remember what started this fight, but a weird little scrap fight uh, at the end of the Iceman play is starting to go the other way, I believe, towards Dallas's goal. And Luke Glendinning just lays out Michael McLeod. I know Glendinning did not return to the game for the major- for the rest of the, the duration of the game. Not sure if that was injury or coaching decision. At the time of recording this, couldn't find too much details on that. Hopefully Luke Glendinning is okay. Hopefully Michael McLeod is okay. I know it looks like he took some pretty rough shots. And even, you know, Luke Glendinning falls on him a little bit at the beginning of that fight. Hopefully both players are okay in the long run. But do like to see a good hockey fight, especially when the guy from the team that you're supporting wins the fight. And it was a resounding Luke Glendinning win. But it, this was just all around uh, uh, one of the, if, like I said, one of the best performances from the Stars all season, and certainly the best road performance we've seen from the Stars all season long. And that's really, 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 really good to close out this road trip. Four reallys for four good wins. I mean, this was a good road trip all around since the Stars did not lose at all. But some of their performances were a little questionable. You know, that started out rough in Buffalo, almost losing that game, struggling in Detroit struggling a little bit in Philadelphia, but finally coming through at the end. But this was a game that you can say from beginning to end that the Stars left their impression. They dominated this game from the get-go, and that's really, really good for momentum moving forward because this kind of game brings out all the confidence in the world for a team, and they're definitely going to need some confidence over their next six games. All six of their next games do come at home, but it's against some pretty good opposition in Washington, Boston, Calgary. Then a little bit of a pause just due to some of the scheduling rearrangements that have been made and then they'll play nashville winnipeg and colorado so all teams that are either in playoff spots right now or not too far out or at least in the wild card hunt so these are six really good opponents they'll be playing at home where they've been really really good this season but playing against some teams that are gonna you know be looking to assert themselves and keep themselves either in their current playoff spots or in the race for a wild card spot Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your New Year's resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring and difficult and tiresome. By week three or four of your resolution, you might be thinking, this isn't worth it. There's no chocolate in my life. I'm so sad because chocolate is so delicious, but I'm missing it from my diet. Well, you can rest assured with Built Bar because they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein, as opposed to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen upon dozens of net carbs. You can go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order at built.com.
Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. want to take a moment and address some underrated performances by some players and then overall just the defensive side of the ice for this Dallas Stars team. I feel like that's been a little bit overlooked these past few games, especially in last night's win. Easy to look at the offensive outburst, five goals from the team, but a really, really solid performance all around from the defenseman on this squad, especially given some of the shorthandedness going into this road trip and even a little bit at the end with, that, you know, I mentioned John Klingberg being out on Sekera missed a little bit of time at the start of the road trip. He's back now. Hopefully Klingberg will be back in the lineup sooner rather than later. But Yanni Hockenpah, a guy that I think deserves a lot of credit in this game, he recorded his second goal of the season on yet another empty netter. Uh, pretty similar goals, both of them coming off of the face, coming off a of faceoff in the defensive zone with the opposition pulling their goalie, having six skaters on the ice. Yanni Hockenpod, you know, Joe Pavelski wins the faceoff. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I know the assist came from Joe Pavelski, so I'm thinking he won the faceoff. Gives the puck to Hockenpod, he shoots it. And besides that, though, Yanni Hockenpod had a really, really good game against the Devils last night. 21 minutes and 20 seconds time on ice, five hits, three blocks, leaving his impression everywhere on the ice, being an effective defensive player, using his big body to make sure that he strikes fear into the opposition by hitting them. I know I wouldn't want any NHL player hitting me on the ice, let alone just bumping into me in general. But Yanni Hockenpah is one of the biggest bodies on the team, and I like to see him utilize his body in that way to kind of you know force the issue and be an enforcer for this Stars team. And then, of course, using his big frame to block shots on the net. Very, very valuable asset to this team. And as I said earlier in the last segment, the Stars did a fantastic job all around blocking shots in this game with 21, three of those coming from the big man himself, Yanni Hockenpah. And, you know, he often gets overshadowed by other defensemen on this team with Miro Haskinen, John Klingberg, Ryan Suter, even Esselin Dell, who's been with this team for quite some time now. But Yanni Hockenpah has put together a pretty nice season. He's been a pretty consistent player. Hasn't missed too many games. I'm not sure if he's missed any games. If he has, it's been very minimal. But his presence has always felt he's always hustling on the ice, always playing around 20, if not over 20 minutes of time on ice. So a guy that's been really, really consistent. I think his game against Philadelphia, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, was his 100th uh, game skated in his young NHL career. So he still has a lot of hockey ahead of him. But I think we're seeing the development of a really, really good defenseman right before our eyes. Maybe he won't ever play to the level of a guy like Haskinen or Klingborg or Suter, but I think he's going to be a contributor for the Stars team while he's here. And if we're lucky enough to have him throughout his career, I think he'll stay that way. And even if he goes off somewhere else, I think he's going to be a really, really nice piece for any team that's lucky enough to have him moving forward. Joel Hanley, another defenseman on this team that kind of had to step up in the wake of John Klingberg missing time, had a pretty nice game as well. Only floor is really his only stat recorded was four blocked shots. But again, big night blocking shots for the Dallas Stars all around. Joel Hanley, another guy that's been in and out of the lineup due to injuries, guys being on the COVID list. You know, one of those guys that's kind of teetering on the AHL bubble, NHL bubble line. But Joel Hanley, whenever he's on the ice, always giving good effort, always playing hard, not always going to show up in the stat sheet, not going to get a ton of glory or recognition or praise. But a guy that has been consistent in four block shots is definitely nothing to scoff at in last night's game. And I just think that this Dallas Stars defense as a whole deserves a whole lot of credit for the success of this road trip, especially in last night's game, because they really helped limit the number of shots put on Braden Holtby and Jake Ottinger most nights of the season, not just on this road trip, but especially I think we saw this, you know, brought out even more and is even more evident on this road trip. You know, they may not, these goalies that the Stars have may not get as many saves overall 
I think UC Soros in Nashville has over a thousand saves leading the NHL, which UC Soros is having a fantastic season. One of the best goalies in the National Hockey League so far this year. But I mean, I think that's also a testament to his team allowing the opposition to get a lot of shots on net. You know, if you have a lot of saves, that means your defense isn't doing you too many favors. I think I didn't even see where Ottinger was, but I think Holtby was like around 30th in the, you know, saves. If it just, you know, the total number of saves he has this season. Of course, he's missed with some injuries, splitting time with Ottinger. Hugh Dobin got some play time. You name it, you know, maybe Saros has played more games, had more, you know, time to acquire those saves. But even then, I think part of the low number is somewhere in the 500s. I think that's a credit to this Dallas Stars defense. You know, they don't always do it perfectly. Sometimes they struggle to defend the rush, especially if it's an odd man rush. Sometimes they don't always clear the defensive zone very well. They're certainly not perfect. But I think when they're at their best, and I think we saw them at their best last night in New Jersey, I think that they're one of the best defensive units in this league with an emerging star like Miro Haskin and guys like Suter and Klingberg and Lindell, who have been in this league for quite some time, who know how to defend well, who can be offensive threats when they need to be, but ultimately know that their role on the team is to play defensemen and can you know use their stick really, really well. I think we've seen that with Miro a lot throughout his career, especially this season. Ryan Suter is pretty good with this stick. John Klingberg is definitely more of an offensive defenseman, but still a guy that at the end of the day knows how to operate on the defensive side of the ice. So I think that a lot of those guys on those units, even Andre Sekera, Yanni Hockenpah, Joel Hanley, Thomas Harley, guys we've seen come up and play on the defensive side of the ice for the Stars team, deserve a lot of credit for the success that the team has had, but also the success that the goalies have had this season. You know, like I said earlier, they only allowed one goal in last night's game, a power play goal on, it wasn't necessarily an odd man rush, but it was a rush from a young New Jersey Devils team that's very, very fast. Like I said, Jack Hughes, you know, one of an emerging star in this league, just signing a big contract deal. The Dallas Stars only hold him to one assist on the night, but he gets that assist on that power play goal to Jesper Bratt. They can they have a really, really nice connection. But it, it, again, it's really good to see the Stars hold a guy like Hughes to no goals. And they kind of had a knack for shutting down these big scoring threats in a lot of games. We saw them pretty much shut down Drysaddle and McDavid when they came to Dallas. They shut down the Carolina Hurricanes, who have a lot of offensive firepower. They're not perfect at it. We've seen Florida have some offensive outbursts. We've seen some other teams like Pittsburgh have some offensive success against the Stars. But it's good to see that there is at least some consistency and sometimes shutting down some big-name scores or some big offensive threats. And we saw that again in New Jersey, and I think we're going to continue to see it as the season goes on. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Bet online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet online remains your number one spot for the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year and there's a new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of Locked on Stars, I want to take a deep dive into the season that Joe Pavelski has had, or at least bring forth a hot take that's going to sound Pretty similar to a hot take I had earlier in the season uh, that I might have missed on just a little bit, but you know, not too far off. And that is a Dallas Stars player being in contention for the Hart 
trophy. You know, I made my Rupe Hints heart finalist argument earlier this season after a game against Carolina, which he had a hat trick, maybe a little bit of recency bias there, but Rupe Hints was very, very hot at that time. He's still playing very, very well. He hasn't really cooled down since then, per se, you know, still, you know, been, you know, at least getting an assist or a goal and just about every game he's played, certainly still having a good season. But I don't think he's been as consistent, especially if you count from the beginning of the season to now as Joe Pavelski, who I think now realistically has entered himself into that Hart Trophy conversation. Uh, likely, you know, will we see him as an actual finalist? Who's to say? There's still half the season left, but he's an all-star this season. You know, I said in my post-game reaction last night that he's 100% deserves to be an all-star this season, Pavelski does. And I've seen people on Twitter, you know, saying like, oh, if the NHL did their all-star game not based on, you know, at least one player from each team has to make the team. You know, it should be like this. And a lot of those lists didn't have a single Dallas star on there, you know, saying Joe Pavelski should be out and in, in place of guys on Minnesota or Colorado, Nashville, St. Louis, you name it. But I think that that's absolutely ludicrous. I think Joe Pavelski 100% deserves to be an all-star this season. I think he's earned that spot on this team, even if it wasn't where, you know, one guy per team had to make the squad at least. I think without a doubt, he's an all-star this season based on what he's done. This, you know, putting up the stats he's putting up at age 37. He's currently tied with Johnny Goodrow of Calgary with 48 points on the year. Uh, they're, I guess, tied for ninth or 10th, however you want to say it. Pavelski technically in that 10th place spot when I saw it. He has 19 goals, 29 assists on the season. But he, like, again, he's putting up those numbers at age 37, having his best season as a professional hockey player at the age of 37. You know, it's, I feel like you just never really see athletes perform the way he's performing at this age not just hockey but it's very rare in any sport just because around this age you know your body starts to not perform the way that it used to athletically just due to wear and tear fatigue you you know Pavelski's been playing hockey for a long long time yet he's still finding a way to be an effective hockey player in leading the stars team to playoff contention a potential playoff berth and you know he's finding himself in the top 10 in the conversation with guys like Drysidle. McDavid, Ovechkin, Huberdeau, um, Kadri, guys like that. I, I'm just like looking at this list of guys, Stamkos, Kaprizov, Johnny Goodrow. I mean, these are guys that are considered some of the best, if not the best players in the league. And now at least numbers why Joe Pavelski is on a list with those guys. And I think he's going to only continue to trend upward. Not very likely that he's going to, you know, pass all these guys and find himself in the top you know, ranking of points and be in the Art Ross trophy conversation. That'd be really cool if he could. I think he's going to continue to put up good numbers, but a lot of these guys that I just named are also going to continue to put up good numbers. I don't think there's any sign saying that they're going to slow down anytime soon. But I think Joe Pavelski, even though the chances of him winning the Hart trophy are slim, there should at least be some recognition given there. And there's got to be a conversation about him being in that room, in, you know, that ballot of people voting, casting votes, what have you, just because of how you know odd this is to see a guy at age 37 putting up the numbers he's putting up in the toughest division in the NHL, leading a team that a lot of people didn't think was going to be very good this season. And to their credit on that side, the Dallas Stars have had a very inconsistent season, and sometimes they haven't looked good. But one of the main reasons that they've had any remote success this season has been because of number 16, and it's just crazy to think that when we acquired him a couple seasons ago from San Jose, that he would have the impact that he's having on the team right now at this point, 
You know, I think that it, we weren't too surprised to see him perform the way he did when we first got him. We weren't surprised to see him perform the way he did in the bubble in Edmonton on that Stanley Cup run. And I, you know, I, it was just kind of like, oh, he, you know, he's in his mid 30s. The time's going to run out eventually. And that is the case. You know, maybe after this season, he falls off a little bit. But as of right now, he's really showing no signs of slowing down. So Joe Pavelski having a heck of a season so far. Really, really excited to see him hopefully continue to climb the numbers a little bit, climb the ranks a little bit, at least in the points rankings across the National Hockey League, and continue to insert himself in the conversation with some of the NHL's best. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day at the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Those guys will help you secure your bets with their bet their podcast, the Locked on Bets podcast. Be sure to also follow and subscribe to the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. We are always free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Be sure to also rate and review if you like what you hear. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores l-e-w-i-s you can also find the show on twitter at locked on stars be sure to give us a follow there be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll be talking about sergey zuboff with his jersey retirement coming up on friday night be taking a deep dive into his career and what made him so special to the dallas stars going to be a lot of fun you won't want to miss it we'll see you there stars fans have a great day we'll see you back here tomorrow